0: Welcome to the Dork Forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us us laugh and smile. So let's explore the Dork Forest and dork Dork out for a while. while.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. This is Jackie Cation. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. Allthingscomedy.com is the new podcast umbrella, and they have a million other comedy podcasts. If you are looking for more podcasts in your life, that's a good place to start. There is, on JackieCation.com, an Amazon banner, so when you order from Amazon, and we all do... Go to jackiecation.com, click on that banner, and then do your regular ordering, and I get a tiny kickback. Life is good, so if that's one way that you can donate and support the show, another way is to buy merch at jackiecation.com, where I have T-shirts, CDs, and hoodies. I have some hoodies in stock, and then the donation button is there if you want to just donate directly. I'd love everyone to give me a hundred bucks a year, and if you don't have a hundred bucks, well, give me what you can, or just talk about and buy some merch. Do whatever you want. Anyway, the the credits, of course, Mike Rickberg, Sarah Cohen, just sang that song you heard. Mike composed and wrote that song, and he's going to sing Mexican Hat Dance again at the end. Vilmos will fix the website, and Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio. Thanks a lot for listening, folks. Let's get right into it. I'm in my living room here with Greg Franklin, who did the greatest uh, animation ever. Thanks, Jackie. Sure, sure. (laughs) I've been meaning to have you on for about two years, and ever since I think we met because mm-hmm. of that. And
0: I think it's almost been 3.
1: Been, I think it might be. I, I the illusion Yeah, the illusion that I that I haven't done an album in 3 years <laughs> <laughs> is obnoxious. Well, So I I tend to because I think I recorded the album in 2009.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, it's definitely one of the most well-received, uh, pieces I've ever done. People love it.
1: Oh, right. So people should know, um, that on Jackie, the, the cat video, it's the animal bit, Mm -hmm. and we met. It's had a few different names. Right. It certainly has LA pet. (laughs) It was on my set list. I just called it the animal bit. Animals. And, uh, animals. (laughs) And then so it was LA pet people, or I don't know what the hell. Right.
0: LA pet owners. Pet owners, I think
1: is what it's called now huh. And it's got almost a hundred thousand hits, which is nothing to Kyle Canane's, which I think has almost half a million, right?
0: Uh, his just got a huge bump. I think it tripled. It's uh, yeah. just because it got on Reddit. So maybe we should get oh. LA pet owners on Reddit.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be great. <laughs> I just found out what Reddit is because mm-hmm. uh, I uh, I'm online a lot, mm-hmm. but I can't be everywhere at once, people. Yeah. <laughs> and so you want to introduce a whole new thing that is all about memes and the news? I right. can't. But that, I, mean, I, I wanna know. My niece, Um, one of my jokes was, was on Reddit. It was on mm-hmm. the front page of Reddit and my niece, who is 21 and hence knows uh, about Reddit, mm-hmm. right. sent it to me and said, hey, you were on the front thing of Reddit. And it was the joke, it was a 12 year old joke about, uh, the, the, it's the Jesus. It's a timeless joke. As all are all of my jokes.
0: Oh, the 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 George Bush giving Christians a bad name joke.
1: No, no, that is <laughs> that's <is> really good. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a, that is the filthiest joke on that album. But the the one was uh, um give a man a fish. You know how where to go right. for fish. Mm-hmm. Teach a man to fish, and you've just destroyed your market base. Right. That was the meme, and with a picture of me that they pulled off a screenshot of my half hour special from ten that years was ago. Great. So. In other news, uh, let's talk about you. Well, you, you mentioned that,
0: that, um, it's got like a hundred thousand. Wasn't there some, there, there's, you, you were mentioning something about how you, it couldn't monetize that video.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't let it monetize. I tried to monetize the YouTube video. What they is, what
0: is wrong with that video that you can't monetize?
1: I it? don't know. They said that they thought it was offensive to some people, which I thought was interesting because you can kick somebody oh. in the crotch and <laughs> yeah. you can monetize that. But oh, yeah. You talk about putting your cat down.
0: So it was for content. It wasn't because of that one, Stray F-bomb.
1: Oh, you know what? Maybe that was it. I don't know. I was always
0: wondering. We we never talked about it, but you. Mm-hmm. you I, I I think I read something online. It's like, I can't... You can't have re- any swearing. That's ridiculous because...
1: Oh, there's some swearing on the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs>
1: the internet is full of cursing. Yeah, yeah. And so...
0: Yeah. We could do a bleeped version, maybe.
1: Right. You know what else we might want to do is I, I got one complaint um, by two deaf guys because it isn't captioned. Mm-hmm. And...
0: That's so offensive
1: yeah it's a uh, uh, well they doesn't hear it
0: automatically I, d- caption
1: I thought there, I might, thought be it an, did. there might be a there might be a YouTube thing that you can just press a button and it'll caption it, but uh who knows I could caption I don't know. it. I know I have some some people who caption. It's possible. It's not. We're not YouTube dorks, right? And We're, and the joke is so old now that I'm just like, and not that it's not a great joke, but it's timeless. It's not old. It's, it's another another timeless joke. Twelve years. Uh, meme. Twelve years later, and and that joke is only about that joke is six years old. Though so I I do sometimes still do a joke about my nephew and the chain to the wallet, and he was 16 uh-huh. when I wrote that joke. No, oh, I, he right. was 18, and it was about when he was 16. Uh huh. And he's. Gotta be 32, years old now. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's a good guy.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh, he's a grown up man. That's great. And, uh, but so, still has the
1: wallet, right? Still has the wallet. He'll still do it. That, you know why? Because he loses his wallet. That's uh-huh. why. Cause, uh, but, so, let's, cause you're good friends with Bob Calhoun. Who's yes. been on the program? Indeed, yeah. And you one guys, of my you, oldest friends, one of your oldest friends. Mm-hmm. You guys were a wrestling duo. That's right. In San That's Francisco. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. In San Francisco it was uh, incredibly strange wrestling. We both did it for about seven years.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> were I, you I a was team never for seven
0: years. We we were Off kind of out? a part of. We were part of the roster of wrestlers, and mm-hmm. we, behind the scenes, we were we were writing a lot of the storylines. Right. Um and Bob was the announcer, so he kind of had the best judgment of the writers because he didn't really have any stakes in who won or lost. Oh, right. You know, like when you're wrestling, you kind of have, you- <laughs> it's so funny because you have this feeling like, yeah, I did great. And yeah. you see the video and it's like, oh, no, <laughs> that was really awful. But if people ch- are cheering and you're in this, Kind of phony fight. Right. It's, there's nothing probably better or worse for your ego to win a fake fight in front of people. So it's like, yeah. <laughs>
1: It's, it's a sounds lo- awesome, it sounds awesome, kind of like. Oh like, yeah, it's I think totally Clint fun. has talked about that <laughs> yeah. about how he's this fake tough guy, right? And he's like, "There's not that." That has to be the most reward, and then yeah. to watch a video of it, yeah, to yeah. see what's actually happening. Or if you
0: get hurt, sometimes I got hurt, you know, and, and right because you
1: were just messing around, but it was. I didn't
0: know what I was doing at all at first. Uh, I, the the, the story The story of how I yeah. got started was I was trying to do. I was in San Francisco and I wanted to do like those cool rock and roll posters, um, you, you know, like... The a, graphics or... Like like uh, Frank Kozik or Coop right. posters. They're screen printed. Okay. I just had no equipment or budget to do any of that kind of stuff. I had Photoshop. Right. Sure. So I was trying to do flyers and stuff in town. I was going to shows all the time. And I went to this incredibly strange wrestling show, and I got pretty hammered watching right. it. It was a great <laughs> show. I mean, if, if For people that don't know, it was like a band then they would have a set of wrestling, and it was it was comedy slash real wrestling, quote unquote real wrestling. Okay, um, and, and then and, and then they would be alternate band wrestling, band wrestling.
1: Wow, and, and
0: and it was a crazy thing. And they would have you know punk bands. Uh, they did. It was a Valentine's Day show. What and year is this? This is 1996. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they had a val. I went to the Valentine's Day edition of okay. Incredibly Strange Wrestling, <laughs> and they had a thing where you win a date with a wrestler. And okay. They pulled uh, uh uh you know the name the name out, and the the wrestler that was up. They had these kind of kind of uh, you know lady wrestlers with masks and okay. capes and stuff. Yeah. And then then El Homo Loco came out, and El Homo Loco. Is a genius. He's a com- utter. He's a physical comedian. Okay. He's he's got incredible charisma. He, and he's still around. He doesn't wrestle anymore, but he's okay. still around. He's still with us. He lives okay. in Portland, and he doesn't doesn't Portland, wrestle. Oregon. Yes. Why wouldn't he? Why right. wouldn't he live in Portland, Oregon? Okay. Yeah, he moved. He mm-hmm. moved. He moved on in many ways. Right. But uh, but man, he was His so name was funny? El Homo Loco. El Homo Loco, a genius. Okay, <laughs> like which that, is that hilarious alone. name. Yes. Yeah. So funny. Um. He, he was the guy that, uh, was up next and they pulled the name and there was like a brief second where even in San Francisco, nobody said anything or did anything This pause. Right. And I just like, that's it. I won. And I ran in, I didn't even have my ticket, I think. And I ran into the ring and ran the ropes and then I, you know, went yes and held my hands up and.
1: You won the you won the date with Elmo. I cheated. Oh, you
0: just I just just strong armed your way. I just just ran into the ring. You're like I'm
1: going to be the guy.
0: I'm going to be that guy who won.
1: (laughs) That is the greatest story
0: in the world. So so I won a date with him, and and it wasn't really a date. It was tickets to a show. Uh, I think what it was kind a, of show? It was a WCW pay-per-view at the oh. Cow Palace that I actually already had tickets for.
1: A wrestling show. A,
0: yeah, it was a wrestling show. Okay. And and, and I, I I met the people back backstage right. and they and gave and me Bill. their number and I called I called it and ended up being the person who ran it and I said, uh, here's a pitch. How about <laughs> <laughs> let's say I went on this date, right? Right. And it went so poorly. That I had to come back and avenge myself, and oh. and because it, because it was such a disaster. And she said, "That's great, uh, you're on the next show." <laughs> and okay. That's how I got started. Greg
1: Franklin. <laughs> this is why when I saw two seconds of a video uh-huh. that you had done for Kyle Kinane, I said, "That guy. I want to pay that guy to do my comedy album,"
0: because. Awesome.
1: You're hilarious. That is
0: fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: you are an iron when the iron is striking hot, and you're the fucking. We're gonna, I'm gonna strong arm my way. Yeah. You are not gay. No, uh, you uh, wanted to go on. You I, wanted to win the thing. It's all and for then, fun. And then it's all for fun because <laughs> yes. you want to come back and avenge right, the right. worst date ever. Right. And so I and I, I came back to to grow the up and show. be this story. That is the gr- <laughs> so. Okay, then what happened? Well, then, what
0: happened was uh, I created a, uh, a gay character uh, called the Cruiser, based off of the Sweet. Al Pacino movie. I don't right, know if you've cruising. seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a great movie. Not a great movie. No, no. Pretty insensitive, but you know, <laughs> there's there's a thing. But
1: it had name recognition.
0: Gay, gay guys, and that and that whole like drag culture, they love. Crappy puns, you right. know, like like oh, okay. sexy puns, dumb stuff. It, right. it, it it went over well. It had it, it, it had legs, did it? It did, it did. And I had this black mask and, and these little shorty shorts and I covered myself in fake tan okay. stuff. I right. was really into this. Yeah. And I went there, I didn't learn how to wrestle or anything, and I didn't know what I was doing, I was afraid of that. <laughs> and I got pounded and, and I hurt and myself a few times. Like somebody I,
1: What they do is, is so you do wrestling grap. Here's, I will make an admission. (laughs) The only wrestling I have ever seen Mm -hmm. was my mom, my grandma used to watch all-star wrestling when I was a kid in the 70s. Oh, yeah. So the Crusher and Baron Von Rasky and the the, High Flyers.
0: And the the Wild Samoans, right?
1: Wild Samoans later. uh, Okay. But it it was completely insane. Oh, Um, Yeah.
0: Didn't you watch it with, like, I'm watching a crime in progress? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. This isn't
1: going to be a wrestling match. <laughs> this is going to be a war. And yes, it was always exactly. some... And the Crusher lived in our town. Mm-hmm. He lived oh, in South Milwaukee. And mm-hmm. so my dad would drive by his house sometimes and be like... He would drive by, I think, all the time. And then mm-hmm. sometimes the Crusher would be outside mowing his lawn. Right. Or drinking a beer. <laughs> and he would wave at people like he was in a parade. Right, right. And... Um, <laughs> Right, that's awesome. So it was so that's all I know about wrestling. So when right. you go into the ring, is it decided before you go in the ring who's gonna win?
0: Of course, yeah, okay, of course, it and will.
1: so is what so when you the
0: the the, the specifics what? of how that happens, yeah, is mostly up for grabs, okay, um a lot of times maybe wrestlers at a different improvise. levels okay, yeah and and you know I, I think it that's something that happens with experience, you know and and these guys who have done it for years, they right. know what to say to each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I I'd never I was not athletic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're art kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I remember I got up on the on the top rope, which was something I never did since that time. I right. got up on the top rope, which was something we had just talked about doing. Right. And he did this uh thing. It's it's a it's a wrestling move called the nut shot. And yeah. it's like a fake punch in the nuts okay. that doesn't really hurt. Okay. Um, basically, your arm kind of goes between the legs of the person, so everybody can see.
1: Oh, right, you right. Know. So, it but it doesn't.
0: It, it, you know, really, it's like an armpit to the paint It's <laughs> <is> more, <laughs> more more like it.
1: Fair uh, enough. Uh, Fair enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I fell down. Yeah. And I didn't know how to fall. Right. I kind of wadded myself up into a ball and landed. You're supposed to spread out. You know, oh, okay, spread. that's what you're supposed to do
1: to, to, to spread out the impact. To, to spread as out many. the impact, okay. and you're supposed
0: to hit. You know, the I don't mat know why with...
1: I know that. I must have read that it's, somewhere. It's yeah. kind
0: of self, kind of common yeah. sense, really. Like you, you're supposed to spread it out across your back and hit your feet on the mat and absorb yeah. it. But I just crumpled into this little ball and fell in one spot on my spine, Ugh. and 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 everybody went from cheering to going, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, because they could tell,
0: <laughs> yeah, they knew something was not right, and and yeah, so uh, but after that I was hooked, you know, and yeah. I ended up doing it. and That's how I I, I met Bob because
1: Bob was the announcer.
0: Yeah, he well he he and I, he was actually a manager, and uh, <laughs> he, and and he wrestled a few times. Okay.
1: What's um, the manager position in the, such a thing? Do they book you or do they, they have a role?
0: That, they, they, they don't, it's not like a real manager. Like, okay. It's they, not like Dave Rath or something. Right. It's, <laughs> <Right>.
1: like, <laughs> it's not like an actual, right. it's not Melanie Truitt, right. <laughs> uh working for me to get me into Montreal.
0: It's, it's, yes, it's a, uh, it's, it's a person who plays a part and usually they do that with a wrestler that doesn't have great okay. mic skills or presence.
1: Oh, okay. You know, they'll have a manager
0: who, yeah, who who talks. Basically, the manager kind of talks trash. Okay. And says, you know, my wrestler is the best, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And so he was doing that for a while and then ended up being the announcer. Right. There was a lot of of crazy disorganization, and he kind of realized that there was this nerd power vacuum (laughs) that he could fill (laughs) and became the announcer and head writer, and he and I would, you know, Hang out and talk about different
1: did you see his last book, The shattering Convention? oh, yeah,
0: I haven't read it yet though yeah, i've I, read I've read paragraphs that he would send to me, like, what do you think of this but right. I haven't read the book yet
1: well, I, I read it because he asked me to write a blurb on the end of it mm-hmm. uh, right, on right. the back of it, and uh it was fascinating, you know it's i had so him funny. I had him on the show, mm-hmm. him and his wife Rosie, mm-hmm. um on the show, and we talked about the book. And he was just out, he was just out of it, right? He had right. just gone to his, and the one, cause one of the most fascinating <laughs> chapters is that, um, the conspiracy convention oh, that he man. went to. Yeah. And he was so depressed about yes. it in the moment. Yeah, yeah. The, the chapter is funny and interesting and, and only vaguely depressing, right? Right. Uh,
0: <laughs> the reality. He,
1: the reality, <laughs> it was such a downer to listen yeah. to him because he was like, I actually, It was actually kind of scary and not cool. And I was like, I was like, Oh man, Bob.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, he told me about it. And, and, and and, he was like, I
1: have to go get a drink, the biggest drink in the world.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember him telling me on the phone about it, about how, um, the moment something seemed reasonable, somebody would, you know, like, like if you're a Bigfoot, if you're a Bigfoot guy, right. And you're kind of going on your Bigfoot thing. Somebody can can just say like, "Oh, well, you know, the Illuminati's probably involved," and everybody goes, "Yep." It's like, well, can I can I just be into Bigfoot, right? <laughs> can I just like that?
1: <laughs> Dana Thompson just had a Bigfoot dork on. Oh, yeah. um, and she didn't get to talk about it because uh, it was a panel with comics, mm-hmm. so she didn't get to really. Oh, she brought up to Bigfoot and then there was a lot of whack-a-mole. Right, yeah. right, and, right. But, uh, but it will have her back on when she gets to actually expound <laughs> about Bigfoot and her love of Bigfoot.
0: There's a, there is a Bigfoot con, I believe, that he went to.
1: Yeah, he went to a Bigfoot. He went to that. Specifically. And the gun con. Oh, there were a couple God. of cons. That's,
0: that one would depress me.
1: Well, he said he had to bail a little early on some of the cons. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm actually uncomfortable at this point. Mm-hmm. And he said, in that, in that conspiracy chapter, he said that there was a guy up speaking. And he said, he would name somebody and the entire audience would actually murmur the word Jew. Oh. He said he, he lasted about four times when they said the word Jew and he was like, uh, and I'm done. Oh my God. Yeah. It God. That's was terrifying. It was terrifying. <laughs> and I was like, no wonder he was kind of depressed when I talked to oh, him. They yeah. were more interested in talking about the costumes that they had collected, Rosie had collected. Right. So, uh, so you, but so then you guys ended up being a duo for a little while. What was the name of the duo?
0: Uh, we weren't really a duo it wasn't? per se, uh, not like a tag team or anything. Okay. Is that, is that what you mean? Like a,
1: I don't know what, um, I feel like you wrestled together at some point or did you wrestle well, we each did, other?
0: We, 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 we did over like a few times we did, um, I'm trying to think of some, we did a great match with one of Bob's characters called the Christian, which okay. was, he, he wore like a Jesus robe Okay, and this is Bob and he's like. You know, he's a big guy. He's a big guy and he would carry a big cross that was made right. of plywood and he would take it to the ring and and uh we did a Christians versus the Cruisers match and he hit me with these like uh, uh what, what, do you, what do you call or... the the um the things they put the 10 commandments on those big uh, t- stone tablets.
1: Oh right, right.
0: Yeah, and he would hit me with those <laughs> and they and they were they were bad, you know. Right. <laughs> these the matches props were, were really not. the props were bad, the match was bad, but it was so funny. <laughs> And at the end, I think I beat him, and he said, at the end, he said, "Father, why have you forsaken me?
1: Oh my God, that is the greatest timing ever
0: that is uh, he did it great it was great
1: that's hilarious, yeah, good it was for really him. funny oh my gosh, so but yeah,
0: we mainly were were writing most of the storylines oh for the other for for other characters, yeah okay we we kind of we would all get together in somebody's apartment, the whole cast. Right, and you how know many how people? it is. Uh, it varied, but it was between twelve and twenty-five. 20. Okay, people, you know, so with, a
1: dozen people sitting around yeah. talking about wrestling yeah, and coming dozen up and a with, half people. yeah.
0: And you know how it is when when people, creative people, are talking, and some idea that sounds really funny in the room will kind of run away. <laughs> And end up being not the greatest idea, but it's just funny and everyone's laughing at it. This would happen all the time. So Bob would say, we have to write these things beforehand and come to the meeting prepared and not let everybody throw in all this stuff. Okay. And one of the things that he was best at was logistically figuring out, because some of us would play like three or four characters. Okay. So you couldn't make a costume change right after your match. right you know, right. for example. And he was, he would always like put it together like a, like a puzzle. It always fit together, which was really handy when we went on warp tour, we traveled throughout, uh,
1: extremely rate, re- extremely, incredibly strange wrestling, incredibly, I it was part of the S- 2001 w. Yeah. Okay. ISW.
0: Okay. Uh, warp tour, 2001. We went all over, uh, Mexico, uh, Canada, United States, the whole, and oh. then, yeah. And, and, and then our last big thing was we went to Europe in 2003 what and we were we were done by right. that point. It was beautiful to go to Europe, and right? For free, right? Uh, but it was not. It, it wasn't wasn't that pleasant. And he he wrote a book about our wrestling past.
1: Yes, I remember is, that. Uh, I forget the name of that one. I beer, have blood, it. and cornmeal. That's it. Because
0: <laughs> they used to throw throw tortillas at us.
1: Oh, okay. To
0: to keep us ever- from throwing beers at us, they would give the audience.
1: Oh, corn tortillas.
0: <laughs> and that yeah. would be better. Yes. What about, kind of. Uh, <laughs> they get a little powdery
1: after a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone has to clean up a thousand tortillas. Uh, yeah. What indeed. about, um, so do you watch, have you ever been to that Viva Vavucha La vavu? You know,
0: I, I never have been to it. Okay. Um, although I know, um.
1: Dana Gould and Blank Apache yeah, do it all the and, time.
0: And the, um, the Pubelle twins who, uh also work in animation who okay. used to work at the, the, the company that, um,
1: that, you? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. It's six okay. point harness. Um, they've, they've worked there in the past. Okay. So, the, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of got the wrestling bug too, even though they're,
1: I just met a guy, uh, Vince Averill, who's a comic, uh, mm-hmm. who was like, I need to be on and talk about wrestling. And I said, you know, I've, I've tried to talk about wrestling before. Can you give me the history of wrestling? So we, we've, we've talked about wrestling probably for 15 minutes, but there, so there's going to be, but wrestling, yeah. I think people love wrestling. Yeah. Like yeah. people they are st- on. I don't know if they, they still do. People still love wrestling. <laughs> and it is, it's going to be, I, I think, yeah, I think there'll be a couple of episodes about wrestling coming up because mm-hmm. people really are like, yeah, I, 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 let's talk about all the current wrestlers and the weird wrestling and this different stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to talk to you about cartoons, just right, because right. you've been making... How long have you been making doing animation? Around the
0: same time I started wrestling. Really? Yeah. Well, before that, I worked at Are you at self-taught,
1: the, or did you go to school? What'd you do? Uh,
0: I, I've drawn my entire life. Okay. But at a certain point... And, and you know, I, growing up, I wanted to, like, draw for Mad Magazine, which is probably... For the purposes of this podcast, my biggest dorkdom Is was Mad, Mad Magazine. Magazine? It just I had every issue that I could get. Right, I loved all the different styles. <laughs> I love I love when things are serious, like a, you know, like a movie, like Airport seventy seven. <laughs> right, but they would put Fred Flintstone sitting there in the airplane. <laughs> you know. It's just something ridiculous. So
1: did my, I never read it? My brothers read <laughs> oh, really? it, but yeah, and so they read. um It was they would they would take like a serious one and then do a. I yeah, know they, they did. did Board of the Rings. Yeah. My brother <laughs> Phil talks about Board of the Rings.
0: Oh wait, the book. There um, was a book, Board of the Rings, that I believe was they, the Harvard Lampoon
1: book. Right, but I thought that they did a Mad Magazine. Uh, oh, for the account. movie. Yeah, for the yes. movie. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess there's only so many puns you can do off the. The Lord oh, of the Rings.
1: I thought it was in the Mad Magazine when Lord of the Rings, like in the 70s. Was that a Harvard Lampoon? That's a thing? Harvard
0: Lampoon okay. book that was a parody of, of. Which
1: is different than the Mad Magazine.
0: Yeah, because they, they do strictly movie and TV parodies. Okay. Um, and in a comic book form. Okay. And, uh, and Mad The Mad Lord Magazine. of the Rings is great too. Because yes. They have they have new art. I mean, it's been, I do it's like 60 years or something <laughs> of Mad Magazine, and they right. have still the best artists still just the the funniest Is uh, it
1: still coming out, Mad magazine? Yeah. Yeah. Why would why wouldn't it be, right? Yeah, it's
0: still going. It's color now. Okay. And and it has ads now, which is okay. unfortunate because uh uh the publisher, Bill Gaines, was it was one of his creeds, you know, like we'll never have ads in this magazine right because we don't want people to confuse our parody commercials with real commercials okay and it was just a point of integrity yeah uh uh and for then people the were magazine. like we don't
1: care you have a large readership well he
0: passed away i think in the early in the, in the late 90s or the early uh okay aughts. and it's owned by DC Comics or Time Warner or whatever. And okay. they, they're like, we're going to put video games ads in, you know, and we're going to yeah. switch to color. They switch to a full-color magazine. Okay. But it's still really good, and they do parodies of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Which oh, was really? really? Yeah, really okay. funny. Game of Thrones. I still love <laughs> puns.
1: <laughs> well you know the thing about puns is that they will make you laugh against your very will yeah oh yeah a well-placed pun yes it's <laughs> completely that outstanding in your field jesus yes <laughs> just, and andy ashcraft will not stop with a pun yeah so uh i'm on board
0: okay it was and, and the, the art is just it's impeccable it's, it's so good
1: all different styles all different mm-hmm. okay
0: yeah and there's there's you know you know how when you read a name and you never talk about it with anybody, you don't yeah. really know how it's pronounced? Yeah. There's this guy in Herman Mejia. I think it's Mejia. Okay. It's like M-E-I-J-I-A or something. Okay. Uh, he's a, He's phenomenal. He's and an amazing he, artist. He is. And he's the guy who does when they do Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or <laughs> Game of Thrones. He does those epic... He's the medieval yes.
1: sword and sorcery <laughs> drawing guy.
0: Parody, yeah, drawing guy. And
1: is it spare or is it, is it detailed? It's is very
0: it? detailed and it's oh. super, and it's really cartoony mixed with Have series you
1: ever read art. Ogloff?
0: I don't know Ogloff.
1: Ogloff is a filthy uh, webcomic uh, that a woman <laughs> oh, writes and draws.
0: Oh, oh yeah, um.
1: Ogloff.com.
0: Okay. Not Kate Beaton, but.
1: No, it isn't Kate Beaton who's Hark of Vagrant. Right? right? Okay. And um, which, I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, she's amazing, yeah. right? And, but she does real line drawings. The mm-hmm. Ogloff lady is, I bought a hard copy of the book for Andy for Christmas.
0: Oh, I think it's really vile, right? Like. It,
1: it's, it's mostly, it's mostly just somebody <laughs> sucking something yeah. at all times. At all times. It's, and, and violent too. And very violent, uh-huh. but weirdly, like every fourth or fifth strip won't have any sex or violence in it. It'll just be a weird pun. She's just hilarious. Like, she had these dwarves Mm -hmm. who, um, were constantly making machines that were pointless and dumb. Mm -hmm. They were like, we have the best idea. This is going to be a cloud counter or some damn thing. Like, for no fucking, and they're always funnier (laughs) than that, by the way. And, uh, but then sometimes they're, like, there's just no, yeah. So, how, And, and
0: what's the, what's the Earl? Ogloff.com? Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just O G L A F. dot com. Okay. And so, talk about. Tell a story. I'll go back.
0: Oh, uh, tell a story. <laughs> um, tell us a story. Um. What, uh, let's see. Early early comics. Er, early comics.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean, other than me, like uh. Reading tons of Matt... Oh, there it is. <laughs> this is Ogloff, the book one. Yeah. I've seen this. This is fantastic.
1: So it's, it's super cartoony, but it's just, there's always somebody sucking a cock.
0: Yeah, and there's lots of, um, lots of time. There's lots of shininess that, that's painted on. There's
1: oh, really? like, <laughs> Sort of like an airbrush feel? A lot feel, of or?
0: highlights here. Yeah, it makes everything look really wet.
1: Sparkly.
0: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Yeesh. Wow, man. Yeah, I gotta get this. this yeah, great. that's completely <laughs> ridiculous.
1: And every Sunday, it comes out every Sunday for some reason. Really? Yes. Well, of course. Right. It kind of makes it's sense. It's the Lord's Day.
0: And it's the day of great television. <laughs> is it? Well, yeah, that's when Mad Men and Breaking Bad oh, right, and all right. those things Everything's come out. On. Great Game of Thrones. Yep, yep. I think The Sopranos started all that.
1: Sure, I never, Um, I haven't been able to watch any of those three, by the way. Really? I watched the first Game of Thrones, and uh-huh. I tried to read Game of Thrones, and then I tried to listen to it on Audible. Uh huh. So George R. R. Martin has gotten my money. We're not saying he has yeah, yeah. Uh, uh I said I've tried. I just I can't. I can't. The when I read the book, I was like, oh, all of these people are dead. <laughs> and, uh, and I read like the first 120 pages, and the right. second time I read 180 <laughs> pages, and then I watched the TV. I just tried to listen to the TV show. Right. And he is a word, he's not a wordsmith. This is right. not a guy. Right. Nobody's editing him. Right. So he is, he is a, a, a chatty Magoo. Uh-huh. And he, so listening to it on Audible was interminable. Right. And right. so the TV show, I was like, oh, everybody's super bad. Nobody's right. nice. Right. They're going to kill that little boy. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I got to go. And right. Two tents, two tents. Right. And I watched the first three seasons of Breaking Bad. Uh huh. And then I was like, Oh, this probably isn't going to get any better. These these people's lives are probably not going to improve at all. Well,
0: yeah, it gets it gets better in terms of like how compelling it is, but
1: no, oh, and I'm not yeah. saying it isn't well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my brother Russ likes to call me and tell me how things are going on Mad Men because uh-huh. the only the, my favorite part of Mad Men is the ad campaigns. Right,
0: I can see that one being m- the most acquired taste. The Mad Men.
1: That was the first one I watched actually, mm. just because I thought it was pretty.
0: You know? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And
1: the and the advertising, mm-hmm. the I love art the, direction is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna pour some coffee. Maybe <laughs> you'll right. hear in the in the distance, Rangers. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So you have been drawing forever. Yeah, and then, yeah.
0: Always drew forever. And what happened was, is I kind of felt like, you know, I'm not gonna be good enough to. Aww. work for Disney, right. you know, that, which is kind of what you could People do. People
1: set you up for that kind of thought process though.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I just, I just kind of did what I did and
1: you, stopped, I th- stopped,
0: I stopped drawing pretty much and I wanted to do like, like live action movies okay and I went to film school at San Francisco State okay and really quickly learned that I didn't have enough money to do that because we were shooting on 16 millimeter film oh. I, I went I think I went to um to state with uh like 600 bucks that I had yeah. saved up oh. and I spent it all on the first day of my movie <laughs> I had oh. no money and I couldn't finish it
1: oh crap yeah wait so you went but see, you went to Cl- so you spent it on the first day of class, essentially, Cause no no, like...
0: uh, for my movie, because you had to make a movie, okay, and people had thousands saved up because you had to pay for film and uh and, and, and help. you know they, you had you had yeah and you had the the developing everything uh props, you know stuff okay. that you needed yeah um and and i I kind of I didn't have an idea for my film.
1: And what happened
0: was was that Kurt Cobain had committed suicide. Right then. Right then. And I thought, and that very day, I'm like, I'm going to make my movie about that, and I'm going to make it like a cheesy Lifetime movie about (laughs) Kurt Cobain (laughs) and make it really sensationalistic. I really want to see that. I wish it it existed. I still have the undeveloped film in my freezer. It's still in there.
1: Wow, for <laughs> for one day, I'll. for one day when you happen to have eight hundred dollars to get it all developed or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it never got developed, so it's just, wow. it's just sitting there, probably rotten. I oh. mean, by now it's been. When was that? Like ninety three or something? yeah, ninety yeah. three. <laughs> so.
1: It might be good, right? I mean, uh, it's probably still fine.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like one page of the script that okay. got, that got filmed, mm-hmm. and and I I went for the second day, and I needed a a gun for right. a prop yep. for the. Final scene, and I could not get a gun. No one would give <laughs> would give me a gun. I couldn't rent one. Right. I, I I mean, I guess it's easy to get a gun now, but back then in San Francisco, <laughs> I was like looking at, at like at, toy guns. I was looking. Uh, I went to an antique shop. Okay. on Market Street, and found this almost a musket. Right. I'm like this will have to do.
1: <laughs> Jesus,
0: this will have to do. And I was trying to, and I didn't have any money to like. Yeah. I just need it for a day. I'll bring it back. Yep. They said no way, no way. I'm like, here's 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 my 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 ID as,
1: and my ATM collateral. card, and
0: they're like, here's you're going to give us an unsigned ATM card. Yeah, as collateral. I was like, they're like, no way. And that kind of my movie kind of uh, my directing career. You were like 18, of, right? Uh, no, I was, I was older. I went to community college first. Okay. So I was like 22.
1: So you, so what did, so what did you do? You were like, I wanna do live action, and then you were Mm -hmm. like, I'm not gonna do live action. I (laughs) just couldn't do it, right? I, I mean, there, I could months later you were like or weeks later days later you're like I'm going to San Francisco State and then a week later you're like I guess I'm not going to San Francisco State no I
0: I I continued to go for a while but I needed to get a job and you know and I had to support myself yeah I worked at the San Francisco Zoo for about three four years oh yeah yeah I ran the adopt an animal program okay right into the ground that's what I did (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is – Greg Franklin, sometimes you were not the hero of your own story. No, no. Uh, that,
0: that was a dark a dark period. It was, a, the whole thing is a scam anyway. I mean, let's face it. It's adopt a, an animal? You're, I mean, the, the money doesn't go to the animal you want it to go to necessarily. Because it just like, goes to give all the animals? Yeah, it just goes – it really just goes right. to pay middle management. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the, the pay my salary is what right? you <laughs> Whenever a canvasser
1: comes to my door, I was like, you know, I used to do this. Uh, I know that 40% of the every dollar I give you goes to you. Right. And then another 25% goes to keeping you, dropping you off and picking you up at night. So (laughs) uh, there's 15%.
0: Exactly. I mean, there were people that would want to give money to the orangutans. And the San Francisco Zoo, I think it's a lot better now. Yeah. But at the time I worked there, they still had the – Row cages from like the thirties. Right. It was would, not
1: this is not this is more of an internment <laughs> camp than uh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean they're like the the zoo that you would see on the three stooges. <laughs> <What? you know? laughs>
1: the Bowery boys are at yeah. the zoo. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. There's these it's like j- animal jail.
1: Animal jail. The first time I went to the LA zoo, I swear to god, I saw a monkey just look at me and go, I'm gonna kill myself if you don't get me out of here. <laughs> This is, yeah. it was one of the saddest zoos I had ever been in, and I suppose it's better. Yeah. It's supposed to be better now, but the Milwaukee Zoo where I grew up uh-huh. is one of the best zoos in the world. Right, uh, it's like San Diego and the mm-hmm. San Diego and all that stuff. Um, and so when I would go to the zoo, I'd be like, "Oh, this is beautiful. This is nice." And so when I went to the LA Zoo, I was like, "This is one of the most depressing things I've ever seen." Yeah, in my life.
0: no, totally, totally. It's, yeah. it's it's so it's zoos that. are sad and you know those rope cages weren't the star animals. It would be like a bobcat that's asleep and, and a ball in the corner. Right. And it's and like some guy a, who's a, like some guys like hey, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> get up, entertain me. Come on, bobcat. <laughs>
1: oh my god, it's it's at the pet store of zoos.
0: <laughs> it's it's yeah. It was really sad and and I would I would work there and kind of doodle like I always doodled. Right. And people would say, what are you doing? What are you doing working you doing? here? Right. This is ridiculous. This is, you yeah, can draw. you could do
1: that. Draw.
0: So I eventually, during the dot com boom, was able to. I mean, anybody could probably get a job back then, anyway. But
1: um, yes, I was again, you little it your into, own skill, but you yes. parlayed it into uh, a job in the dot com boom, working for an internet thing, or
0: yeah, yeah, I was I was actually working for AOL, and I did illustrations for. Um, they would have like little story of the day kind of things, and I would do ten of those a week.
1: So you're completely, essentially, self-taught.
0: Pretty much, yeah. I never. And the had... software and all that. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I had to take a crash course in the software to get that job. <laughs>
1: because I remember when I showed up, you were working on the LA Animal Pet thing, mm-hmm. and um, and I show up, and there's you got first of all, there's a dozen people mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, yeah, working, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. and three of them are working on my thing, yeah, and um, there's the guy. And people have styluses against computer screens.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: And that is crazy. Yeah, to you me. can draw
0: right on the screen.
1: And it's this was. It feels like it was pre iPad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely so, was.
1: What is? Um, I somebody told me once the name of that.
0: It's a Cintiq. It's like Cintiq uh, is the name of the, the brand of the of the actual screen. Okay. that You buy. Okay. And you can draw on.
1: And you could draw on it, and then, mm-hmm. so you don't have to draw with your mouse, which is no. one of the hardest things in the world.
0: Right, and when I started, that's how you did it.
1: You had to do it like that.
0: Yeah, well, they had just started coming out with these, um uh, uh, Wacom or Wacom tablets. Okay. There's different pronunciations. Okay, oh, right. yeah. That would be separate from your screen. So okay. So you were kind of drawing on one surface and looking at another surface. Oh, that's... And it was very tedious. It's yeah, um, like that learning how to type. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and but it's still better than a than a, a mouse. Oh, I suppose. Which which drawing? It's like drawing with a bar of soap, like, which is the, how Ugh. they used to talk about it.
1: Yeah. So when you draw on the on the Cintiq thing now, right on the screen, mm-hmm. are you looking at a screen that's that's perpendicular, like like my screen, like my regular computer screen? I can move it around. Screen?
0: I can move it like this. So you, you can know, put so it I can, t- like a piece of paper. Flat. If I want to turn it, yeah. like I was drawing on paper to. Really get in there, that's I can awesome move it around, yeah,
1: know. so so um what are the what's the first animation did you do your own animation first, or did you do I, I've always done others?
0: one of the things that was great i I totally did others yeah. um the the good thing about the dot com I was working at was they were so flush with money, like if you wanted to learn something, they would pay oh you know yeah, for yeah. for you to to try stuff and learn stuff, and yeah. so I went to a couple. Uh, conferences, it, it was amazing because there were people at that job that were doing animation in Flash on a computer. Yeah. And my eyes just bugged out of my head, never seen anything like that. And right. it was the three little pigs, the Disney three little pigs that they were doing. And what? and they were these little storybooks for Disney. Yeah. And this is, this is nine, 97 or 8. Or right. Something like that. Right. And they were for CD-ROM. Internet couldn't handle right. that kind of stuff. And it was the first thing I'd seen where it's like that's you can do a cartoon of like a real. You can do a cartoon,
1: cartoon with just this sort of found software. Yes. Just anything sitting around. This
0: software, yeah, exactly. And you could put it all together and, and you could make put a it, thing. And make a thing that moved. Wow. Your your own drawings moving around, and so I really wanted to do that, and and I just kind of learned on the job. Okay. And um, because it was really hard to draw, and because I you know wasn't like trained or anything in yeah. drawing. Yeah. Right. The first thing I ended up animating was uh, Mickey Mouse. Oddly enough, okay. they they had these um, books that you would they would give to licensors okay. for for beach towels and things. Yeah, and it was full of these beautiful black and white line drawings of Mickey Mouse, every pose imaginable, every expression imaginable. Yeah. And so I would I would put them in the computer. No, nobody told me to do that. Right? Oh, you, but, you weren't assigned. Well, I was I was supposed to do it, but I was supposed to draw it. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost sounded like Mickey Mouse. There. And 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 I just scanned all these pictures and I realized I'm like, hey, you know what? If I just cut his head off and put this body under him and then 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 kind of cut this arm off, you know, the, the, my cr- bosses didn't know about this. They were right. they were like draw every frame. Yeah. But only do every 8th frame that you would do for animation. Okay, because the computer can't handle it. Back then, okay. you know, everybody had fifty-six k modems, and right. you know, it was
1: oh yeah, the up. internet
0: was not fun mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have YouTube or anything.
1: <laughs> right, and, it was uh, just Prodigy, just typing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Usenet. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, these things. So they would. Your that's the weird thing about the the flash is it was the speed of the of the the frame rate of yeah. your cartoon or yeah. or whatever was dependent on how fast your computer was. So right. you had to make it for the slowest, shittiest computers. A lot of the times
1: that makes sense, I Ring suppose. You know? Right. So kind that it could of. play.
0: Right. So I was starting to, I'm like, yeah, but if I, if you,
1: know, you just cut and paste, I just
0: cut and paste this stuff. And I did this really bizarre cartoon of for, it was, it was for Disney 2000, which was like a year or two away at that point. Right. Uh, Really strange, a, a little boy looking out his window, yeah, and he sees a, a shooting star and he catches it in his hand, and he looks at it, and this is a little kid that looks like the little boy from peter Pan with the with the footy pajamas yeah, yeah, and he looks in his hands and this this magical pixie dust starts to form, right, and Mickey Mouse appears in his bedroom at night mm-hmm. and gives the and hugs the child, yeah, and that was what what that it was. was the whole thing that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. It was it was what I used to call skip intros. You know, like when you go to oh. a, when you go to a website and it says you want to skip this, Is he, yes, definitely. I
1: Like that that's one word. It's a skip intro. Yeah, you, know. A, you
0: know, you skip them. That's what you do with them. People didn't know that back then.
1: No, no. Some they sat through it magically. Down. Magically, yes. they're like, yes, I need to see this.
0: Exactly. And, uh, but you'd always have the option to skip and you okay, could just skip away and and uh, and so you and, were making that. So I made that, yeah. That was wow. the first animation that I ever did. And my my boss would come to me and be like, "Where's all the drawings?" And I'm like, "They're in here and in, in here," pointing to my right. head and the computer. He's yeah. like, "Okay." He was very skeptical, but it turned out because it was drawn by like
1: licensing artists. <laughs>
0: right. Like you know, I didn't draw any of this stuff. Right. I, I drew the kid. He looked really weird. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, is that yeah. online? Should we link that in the notes? I don't I don't I highly doubt it's still
0: online, but maybe it's on that um that Internet Archive. Oh right. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we can find maybe, it. Maybe
1: you can find it. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, possible. I'll, art.
0: Right. It's very creepy. Yeah, It'll make you I'd, stay up at I night.
1: I totally. I, want to see I was it. like,
0: who wrote this? This Mickey goes into a kid's bedroom and hugs him. It's um,
1: it's it's okay because it's Mickey. Yeah. It's like when I saw G.I. Joe and built Bruce Willis had the arsenal in his kitchen. I was like, right. it's okay. <laughs> I don't want everyone to have an arsenal, but Bruce Willis can have one because he'll use it for good.
0: Right. <laughs> and,
1: uh, Mickey will just hug the kid and move on. Yeah,
0: yeah. And,
1: uh, so what, um, so how did you end up just, um, cause you said that you could talk about a lot of, is there more stand up animation that I don't know about?
0: There, there are a few, um,
1: cause uh, you did, you did me and Mike Kaplan mm-hmm. and Kyle Canane and Wyatt Cenac, K- Wyatt Cenac and Doug Benson, right?
0: I, Yeah, I did an intro for Doug Benson. Right. And, uh, it was it was really interesting and really doing that is what made me want to try to do stand-up. Yeah, I I'd actually tried it as a teenager. Um, right, and which, why not? Which was fun. Yeah, we, there was, here's
1: another thing that yeah. that Greg Franklin's <laughs> never done. Let's do this. Yeah, so yeah you've try. been going up, right?
0: I have. I right? have.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, it's fun. We actually did a did a show together. We did um, that a weird year or two ago. It was
1: yeah, it was that weird bar.
0: Oh yeah, the the, the Hollywood Hotel. then in the basement.
1: Oh, the basement one with Ed Brubaker.
0: Uh, yes, and Ed Brubaker was there. Ed Brubaker came mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. and
1: uh, he's been on the show. Yeah. He's exciting, he and, I, and Mar- uh,
0: uh, Maria Bamford was on that. Right, it was, that was a fun. That's that's those are good shows down there.
1: I don't mind that room, that Hollywood Hotel room, mm-hmm. but the one we did before that was the one with the with the rail bar, and then people sitting in the way back.
0: The rail bar.
1: It's in like Koreatown. It was some dive bar next to a. uh
0: the Lexington.
1: It wasn't it was no. it was probably 2 years ago. Because I think um, – whatever. This okay. is a fascinating
0: tale for – I don't remember that one. Right. I don't th- – I, I think you might be mixing Laurie it up could, with somebody.
1: No, no, because I think it was me and Maria and Laura Keitlinger did it one time, and another time me and you
0: oh, did it. Oh, yeah. I was just doing the open mic section of that. Okay. I just showed up to 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 laugh. That was the Blue Monkey.
1: That was it. The Blue that Monkey. weird
0: Blue Monkey place. The
1: weird Blue Monkey place. They don't place. do
0: shows there anymore.
1: That's really for the best. They shouldn't do anything there. <laughs> <laughs> they should turn themselves into like a meth- methadone clinic or something.
0: Yeah, really. That whole place was really weird. <laughs> Like it's a bar with four people in it. Yes. And yet the bouncer has like a headset. Like he's gonna <laughs> like he's <laughs> he did have a headset. Yeah, it's like, oh man.
1: Wow, what's this affront for? What's happening? Where's <laughs> the money know. laundering going on?
0: I don't know. That place is always closed. It's one of those places yeah, I drove I drive by it constantly because yes. I work down there. But
1: yeah, that was that was crazy. The, so. Yeah, the blue monkey. So what other um so.
0: well, yeah, I, the thing was is that doing those those animated cartoon bits, I started to realize they, they would frustrate me sometimes okay. because I realized that up as a, as a medium is completely different and sometimes doesn't From, lend itself. Well, to, to typical like, uh, storytelling, oh, like visual animate. story, vi- okay. it, cartoon, live action, whatever it is. Got it. Because a lot of times, and you know, Back me up on this. The, the, the stand-up comic will tell the punchline first sometimes. Oh. In a weird way. Like, like you kind of give away the store with oh. the first line and then kind of elaborate on it. Okay. And build it up into a whole new area. Right.
1: Oh, oh, essentially you know they I'm tell saying? the point of the joke. Right. So they're just like, here's, here's, I'm going to set, here's in the setup, there right. is sort of the point of the joke.
0: Right. And, and almost then, the punchline of the joke, really.
1: Right. And it's and, like
0: a one-liner. And then there's a whole group of, there's a whole story that comes after it. You
1: can, yeah, you can do it that way. That's why people who write one-liners uh, have to write a lot of jokes. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, me, I've right. told you what, what the joke is going to be about. And you can sort of anticipate my different reasoning for it. Right. Kind of and, and,
0: and, the climax of the joke would be like a twist on the first right. part. Right, there might be a book build up bookend. in a different way. Right, yeah. exactly. So I would have, but if I'm visually giving away the store, like in right. the first line, I've got to figure out other stuff. Right, right, to, you can to, to do there. Yeah. And, and and just listening to it and listening to the laughs, mm-hmm. listening to the beats over, and animation's a tedious oh, process. Oh, yeah, because you have
1: to listen to the words so many times.
0: Over and over and over again. That I was just like I, I, okay. I think I want to try this.
1: Okay, yeah. So
0: so yeah, like a like really it was I think right after yours that I s- started.
1: I think so doing because open mics. Well, because when you did like Kyle Canaan's, uh, it's the bunny's face fucking yes. thing, and um, mm-hmm. he all of the images as we go we go through that because mm-hmm. he's telling it's essentially just a story in his case, right? He's and he doesn't. He gives away what's going to be happening uh-huh. in the probably because it's a three-minute bit. I think. Right. I think so. And,
0: and there's a little bit that's not connected where he talks about um, little moments. Oh, oh, right. The, the that's kind of that's kind of his version. The of retarded so, couple yes. helping each
1: other across the <laughs> yes. in the in the Incredible T-shirts.
0: Yeah, the Incredibles. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: that <laughs> was,
0: and that's 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 kind of a, the, the the exception that proves what I'm talking about because his his is really a, a theme about little moments that if you don't pay attention to them, you can miss them. You can miss them. And they're, they're what life is all about. Right. This face right. fucking bunnies being one. Right. And this mentally challenged uh, couple, couple yes. crossing the street with, uh, Retarded
1: is as a clinical term. <laughs> Rangers of the dark forest. I'm using it clinically. I'm not make. I'm not a nine year old right, right. making fun of someone. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Uh, so, so, but, uh, I think yours and especially like, um, like, uh, Mike's and Wyatt's right. Uh, had a, a diff- like a little bit of a different, more classical, I guess, stand-up structure where you you kind of tell because the I set the it joke. up and I say people
1: are crazy in Los Angeles about their animals, right? And then I right. Give and I don't have a great example
0: of of the specific thing. I'd have to look at it. Where it gave me a thing where it's like I have to not, I have to do something different on on the beginning. That right, because I
1: can't give it away. Yeah, that people are not taking care of their animals or whatever.
0: And, and I have a lot of theories about doing this, having done so many of them. I think that one of the ones that got me started was, uh, there's a, there's a, um, a Patton Oswalt bit that's on, um, on the internet. It's a, the, the Christmas shoes bit. And, and it it drove me nuts because, uh, the, the jokes kind of run counter to what they don't, they're not supporting the bit. Oh, the animation is it animated? It's animated. And, and somebody, somebody did it. And, 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 um, I, I, I forget the name, but... Right. For example, he would say something... Like, Patton would say something like, look, look uh, allow me to be brief. And yes. he would show, <laughs> like, a pair of underwear. Okay. And it's like, okay, come on, man. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That is not cool. Because yeah. seriously... <laughs> it's, it's, it's
0: like, the comedian is not going to be funnier than... The, the cartoonist is not going to be funnier than Patton.
1: Right. What you did, genuinely, and I've I've talked about this before, is just the support vehicle. What right. you were doing was supporting the joke. Right. When you... Because what you say about Kyle's joke being about celebrating the tiny things in life, mm-hmm. when he's watching those bunnies yeah. and he pulls out his iPhone to record right. the bunnies, right, right, that—that's—that was the moment that mm-hmm. I said I want to work with you awesome. because I was like, okay, that guy has to be hilarious to think of that. It wasn't a joke on top of the joke. It was completely- a Kind of a
0: variation on a theme.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a support structure right. for the joke. Mm-hmm. And like, putting the cat in the baby Bjorn uh, the, was hilarious to me. Me throwing the damn cat out was the meanest, funniest part right. of that thing. And I remember I said, oh my god, that's brutal. Whoops. And you were like, do you want me to take that out? And I was like, uh, no, no, we gotta uh, keep it because that's what people. think But there was I a want. pause there. There, there was, was a, there's a there little was a consideration,
0: <laughs> little consideration to that,
1: for sure. Because it was there was a moment when I was like, because that's what people always think about that bit is that I hate animals, and so right, they're like, oh, right. she's the kind of person who would throw a cat out, and I'm like, let's go there. I am not the kind of person who would throw a cat out. And yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that other one it kind of gave me like, uh, in a, you know, I didn't it didn't like it, but it gave me an idea for an approach, right? Like that.
1: Or what um, you didn't want. I mean, at least you of, could yeah, see exactly. that. And yeah, exactly, and it
0: gave it kind of gave me a direction um, in, into doing those. <laughs> uh, I, I think there was another one where where uh, where Patton says like, "Oh boy," and there's a picture of Boy George.
1: Oh Jesus God. <laughs> It's a VH1 pop-up video. I, right, exactly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we're looking at. It's, and, it's the yeah. joke from Blind Date. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't. I can't live that life.
0: Right. It's it's crazy. There was another show actually called Shorties Watching Shorties that oh, was yeah. on uh, Comedy, Comedy Central, Central.
1: Where they animated your your Where com- they animated jokes? Yeah,
0: And that was made by um, uh, Augenblick Studios out of New York. And they're, okay. they're great. Um it's it was it was definitely produced quickly. Yes. Like you can't you can't, you can't judge a, their their quality of their work cuz they had to do so many. Right, they had to and crank them no, out, right? Yeah, and there's no you can't reuse stuff. Like like the Simpson's living room is in every episode. They don't have right. to redraw that. Oh, right. You know. You they, have to do
1: everything unique. You have to do
0: everything unique to 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 the bit. Got it. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Because I remember um the 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 thing that was it the onion? No, it might have been Comedy Central again. Oh, the onion, yeah. Was it the onion with that yeah. with the they wanted people's stories about doing stand-up?
0: Right, right. They actually approached me about doing that. I know
1: it. And then yeah. they <laughs> But they wanted it cranked out so fast and they wanted to give you that, like less than a nickel well, if I, yeah, I mean, I
0: mean not to not to bag on it, but they're they're you know, they have a budget. Right. You know, and um, I think one of the downfalls in me doing these things is I, I knew that I had to do them at for 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 way less than what normal animation would cost. Right. And to that end I did them on weekends and evenings. Right. And not during, you know, regular hours.
1: Right, you had you had to squeeze it in, which is why they had to took in. it took several
0: months. Yeah, it took several months.
1: But when when Andy and I came to see, to do the, to check the final storyboard thing, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I remember when I saw that storyboard, by the way, and I was like, well, this will be fine. Why don't we just use yeah, this? And you were like, we're done. <laughs> you're like, my toy, not done yet. You cannot show anybody this storyboard. This is not anywhere near <laughs> right. finished. Right. But no, when that's we, true. yeah. And when we showed up to look at that and, he, and we left and Andy was like, I didn't know he was fully animating every word out of your mouth. And I was like, Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Because it wasn't Flash, and he, Andy thought it was going to be that sort of cardboardy kind of looking. South oh, it Park. is Flash.
0: It I, is. I Flash? did it in Flash. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I just added a few more drawings. The key here's the here's what was different about yours. Okay. Is, uh, you talk a lot more than Kyle. I
1: am chatty <laughs> as all hell. Oh yes, I am and the so original. Every
0: time you said something, it was evocative of something, and I'm like, I can't. I'm not I can't leave these opportunities on the table. <laughs> right, know? right. I can't right. like it ended up being by far the most work-intensive uh of, one of all of them. Of of all of all of them. Um although Mike's was I can
1: say things in a thousand words that others can <laughs> say in ten.
0: But but you say them in the same space that some like time-wise. Yeah. You know. And yep. it's like, man, I gotta I have to I can't just, you know, hang out with Kyle.
1: You yes. Know? Like yes. let him
0: let him just sit there and kinda <laughs> Kind of laugh, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh, that's a good. That's a good facial impression of Kyle. <laughs>
0: <Hey>. <laughs> He's just sitting there, kind of laughing at bunnies, and I could, I could eat up, you know, twelve seconds doing that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> On One drawing. But, yep. But you know, I think it all worked out because it's that one is just so fast and
1: yeah, you yeah. Know, it's
0: got it's so evocative, and I think everybody can relate to.
1: Right, and we talked briefly about doing the whole. But it would cost like a hundred grand because like, oh, you would don't have to, to, don't to do a whole much. album,
0: oh yeah, probably would,
1: yeah, just because you would have to be able to live um while you did it,
0: you know it would probably do, if I did and it the same way, people. if I did it the same way, yeah, it would take a lot longer, obviously, yeah. you know if you, oh yeah what what did it take me like
1: I think five, three or five or five or six months, I feel like it was four four maybe four or five months, yeah. It was yeah. a long time. It was and a long time. And that was time. three minutes. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing a new album this, this uh-huh. December. And um the, I was thinking about doing a Kickstarter where I was like, is uh-huh. there a way that we could, that he could hire everybody? <laughs> and we could get out a d- DVD. The whole album. The whole album. Oh man, that would be it's, epic. Cause it's, it was, uh, it's tentatively titled Jackie Cation 3, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. <laughs> and um the, uh, uh, <laughs> But it's going to be – because I haven't had an album on over three years, right? Three years. So I have plenty of material. So it's going to be 40, 45 minutes Mm -hmm. of hopefully really great stuff. Let's do a Kickstarter for it. Let's do it. We could do it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's an idea. Let's get,
0: let's get some. Let's let's all get rich off a of Kickstarter. That's <laughs> right. Right. Let's. If we could just. We talked about it before, and I think you. It was a time when it seemed like too late. It felt like it was
1: too late. Everybody has do already the last. done. Yeah.
0: Oh well. Well, I, I thought you. It was a Kickstarter concern. It, that you it was. Had a, oh. That's like. Oh man, it's so obnoxious when people are bugging me all the time for these Kickstarter projects.
1: I had that feeling. <laughs> t- I've alf- I've always had that feeling about a Kickstarter as well. sadly. Sure. Yeah,
0: I, I understand that.
1: And and so but it's always interesting to find you know cuz Dan Schlissel, who was the mm-hmm. the stand up records yep. producer on the album he has always wanted uh a cell. Right. And you're like well they don't exist anymore. But <laughs> he's like yeah but can't we just sort of figure out how to make one anyway? Right. And uh so cuz he always liked the image the the better now or now. Right, right. And uh mm-hmm. he, he liked the 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 graphic with the cat. And I
0: I think I gave you like the Background separate.
1: Yeah, yeah. You did give me the files, so it could mm-hmm. be made into something. Yeah, uh, it could be printed. I guess it could be printed into some. I don't know how, but something could happen. Well, I don't
0: know. That's that is kind of a of a bummer that I don't get to sell the cells. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's used to or, be able to have extra stuff at the right, end
1: because th- I was thinking, I was trying to think what would be the the, the trinkets for the Kickstarter. Uh huh. Right, and mm-hmm. would it be just printed?
0: Like, right, yeah, we can yeah, screen
1: print them, I guess, or put them on shirts, or
0: we, uh, we'll, we'll look into it. We'll, we'll figure out it. some we'll way to make cells out of it to sell to people. So or people give could us have giveaways. a nice trinket. Yeah, because yeah, so I like the
1: idea of. I mean, if mm-hmm. we're going to ask people for money, besides getting the DVD at the end of it, right, mm-hmm. which would be yeah. the main thing, right? right. Uh, they they should get something. There should be right. always be a thing.
0: Right and they you know they they always have things like well for for this amount of money you can have a cameo
1: right you know, you know right. a feeling
0: you might have to do a lot of lunches with people too oh. you know oh. like that's one thing that people do
1: I, I, I don't mean to give this away <laughs> I'm willing to have a lunch with you anyway <laughs> I'll be in Portland right. uh, I'm going to Montreal I don't know I'm around uh-huh. <laughs> if you want to you want to have lunch Yeah turns out I'm available
0: well, for example, this um, uh, where I work, Six Point Harness, we have um, we, we do a lot of cartoons for for uh, the internet. Oh, do you? And yeah, we do. Yeah, we have, what is we have the main a, thing? We have a station do? now on uh, a channel called Rugburn. Okay. And uh, it's a joint venture between uh, Six Point Harness, mm-hmm. uh, my studio, and uh, and Titmouse. Okay. Who do Metalocalypse and? Uh, and um, Venture Brothers? Venture Brothers now. And they did a uh, season of Black Dynamite. And okay. they did Motor City, uh, which was on uh, Beautiful Show. On,
1: okay. Uh, on on c- uh, Adult Swim uh, uh, as well? No, or? it was
0: on um, uh, Disney X-T. Okay. Oh, nice. Um,
1: so, so you so guys we're, are working with Titmouse? We're working
0: with Titmouse, uh, the two two rival studios working together. And nice. we kind of throw cartoons up against each other. And uh, so we oh, have- like a competition? Kind of, Yeah like in people watch certain shows we have um uh Axe Cop uh, yeah. on um on Rugburn which is uh based on a comic book written by a 5-year-old.
1: Oh right, illustrated
0: the... by his um older
1: brother or something? That the
0: older brother yeah. uh draws. Yeah. And we have a great This is this is the takeaway for 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 the the Dork Foresters is to yes, watch please. Apollo Gauntlet Apollo? on Rugburn, Apollo Gauntlet which is an insane cartoon that was made by a guy in Winnipeg. Okay. Uh by himself, and it's as long as a feature. And it's it's very rickety animation, brilliantly voiced and written, super funny. Uh I can't I can't recommend it. Rangers, enough. You, you have a test. Apollo Gauntlet. <laughs> Apollo Gauntlet, what's the website? Rugburn Rug, uh, YouTube.com slash rugburn.
1: That's it. I yeah. will link it in the notes.
0: Awesome. Greg awesome. Franklin,
1: this has been uh the greatest hour. Awesome! First, I love the wrestling stories, the cartoon thing. Awesome. I can talk about that forever. <laughs> cool. And uh, and I'll have you back on because can, a, I, can yeah. I plug one more thing? Please plug.
0: Uh, that's what Dick the, Figures the movie is coming <laughs> out. Dick Figures yes. is made by a couple guys at um, at at Six Point. Okay. And it's a hilarious show about two stick figures that are dicks. Right. <laughs> the speaking of of, of Kickstarter, yeah, uh, total success story. The movie was funded. Um,
1: completely by Kickstarter? Completely
0: by Kickstarter, the fans. Uh, Excellent. It's going to be coming out uh, soon. All right. I don't think there's a, a, a specific Maybe date September? yet, but the movie is pretty much done.
1: The movie's pretty much done. They yeah. just have to, they sort of finish, finishing touches. So yep. within the next couple of months, you think?
0: Yep. And it's going to have a very unique uh, uh, distribution, so <laughs> stay tuned for all that.
1: And so DickFigures.com?
0: Uh RichardFigures.com, because Dick Figures was already taken.
1: RichardFigures.com
0: <laughs>
1: is even better.
0: Yes, it is. You know how c- those things make you be more creative? <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do.
1: Yes, we can. Ladies right. and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Take care of each other out there. Bye. My
0: hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around. My hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?